0: Welcome to Women of Calibre. This is episode three and I'm coming to you in October 2022. Yes, a whole year after the last episode. I can't quite believe it's been that long. I'm apologizing for the last time. This is not going to happen again. Where have I been, you might ask. Um, I'm going to take you on a whistle-stop tour of what I've done. for the last 12 months. So in October, when I recorded the last episode, I was in Dubrovnik with a friend. Well, I was in Dubrovnik by myself. And then a friend flew out from the UK to spend my birthday with me. I spent part of November in Cyprus and part of it in the UK and same again in december except that from cyprus i flew to france i actually flew to switzerland via vienna missed my connecting flight because it was a really short uh, layover and i was still going through immigration when i should have actually been boarding the other flight anyway you live and learn i had a great time in cyprus i um I joined a bit of a community out there, a community of expats, digital nomads, and we would have brunch once a week and I met some really cool people out there. I really liked Cyprus, but I hated how much I got stared at. It was ridiculous at one point. Um, in January I was in France. Christmas and New Year's were pretty much the same as they've always been back in France. <laughs> I. Didn't plan to take a COVID booster shot in January, but I got it anyway, because my dad couldn't have it, and the nurse said that it would go to waste. And so I was actually, at the time, I was thinking that I might need a booster shot to get back to Cyprus. So I took it, uh, survived, although it took me a while to get back to normal after that one. February was my mother's birthday, and also sadly, the anniversary of one of my really close aunts. Um, and it was her passing away the previous year that was one of the catalysts for my departure from the UK. So I spent the rest of February in. North Macedonia, which was one of the places that I'd identified that I could fly to quite easily uh, directly from Geneva. So off I went. And a friend of mine convinced me to go to Freetown. (laughs) I started making travel plans, I started booking flights. So about a week before, I realized that I couldn't travel through Ghana because I didn't have a visa. I passed through the Middle East, saw my friend and her family for the very first time in a really long time, so that was great. She wasn't pleased that I was visiting during Ramadan, but it was great for me because It's a lot cheaper (laughs) and I'm traveling on a budget, so I was grateful for that. So from Dubai, I flew to Dakar and that was my first time in Senegal and I'd really love to go back because it was a short stopover from Senegal. I got a flight to Freetown via Banjul. So there was a lot of hopping and hopping about and the reason I traveled to Senegal was that it was the only country that I could Travel through without needing a visa. I then, yeah, so Freetown was obviously a great trip. It was also a bit of a reunion because I got to see friends that I I haven't seen in easily two decades, if not longer, since they left Switzerland. This is a whistle stop tour, so I'm not going to dwell on any of that. When I came back from time I went to France just to drop off that second suitcase. And I, I only had, I only had a handful of days left in the Schengen area. And I monitor that situation very carefully. So I flew to Albania, which was also on the list. I went to Tirana. I started off outside of Tirana and I, and then I got into the center of town and it was great, actually. I really liked Albania, I would go back in a heartbeat. From Albania, I traveled to Egypt. Now, it's important to note that by that time, I had started a course with the Nutritional Therapy Association. It's an online course because they're based in the US in a completely different time zone and today is the start of the third term. Happy to report that I passed my midterm exam with flying colors. So I'm really excited about that, but it was also a wake up call that, hey, I'm halfway through the course, which means that I only have just under five months to set up my business so that it's ready to go when I graduate. So that was a wake-up call and October, I'm nearly there. (laughs) I'll just go back to, right, so leaving Albania and traveling to Egypt for a friend's birthday. It was her idea. We were brainstorming and she said, oh, how about Egypt? And I thought, oh my God, I've always wanted to go. So off we went to Egypt. We met up in Egypt. I traveled through Athens. We spent a week in Egypt, or just over a week. And then from Egypt, I returned to Turkey. I went to Antalya for the first time. So I met people from a co-working community, which I decided to join. It's an amazing bunch of people. Some of them are digital nomads, some of them are remote workers, and it was, such a great experience. I'm so fortunate to have found them. I just happened to be in Antalya. I was looking for a co-working space and apparently it opened three weeks before I joined. I just wanted to get out of the hotel uh, or my accommodation at this time because I just needed to be in a different environment and it was really... It is a stunning place. It's right on the edge of the water. I was so lucky. I, it was just a Google search that threw up this place, and we're on a WhatsApp group. Technically, I'm one of the uh, founding members. So that's been great. And it's run in part by a, a business coach. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be needing one of those, but there you go. So. I then spent two months in France and I'm not going to go into that again. (laughs) It's uh, the closest to a home base that I have and yeah, things happened, it's the summertime. Um, We made some headway on the landscaping, which is great. We celebrated some milestones and then in August, another friend of mine organized a trip for us to Indonesia. So she and I met in Bali. I actually got there a day early um, and we had a great time there, met people. I fell in love with Bali, Bali I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I got to surf there for the very first time in my life. I've always wanted to learn how to surf. It was great. and thinking about it now I really wish that I'd stayed a bit longer instead of leaving when she did because after that I went to Thailand and that was an experience I mean it was fine but I just up and went to this place called Pattaya which um, someone had recommended someone that I met on on, on Bali uh, recommended but It had a weird vibe. Anyway, um, I traveled back through Malaysia and then Singapore. And as luck would have it, as I was passing through Changi Airport, an old colleague of mine sent me a message. (laughs) He actually sent me a screenshot of the diversity and inclusion working group at the company that I used to work for. And it was hilarious. I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Are you tracking me on GPS or something? Because I'm in Singapore, but I didn't, I didn't stop. It was just a layover. And I flew straight back out via the Middle East and back to Turkey. But this time I was in exam revision mode. So I didn't really get to connect with the co-working community. I just saw their pictures of snorkeling and fun outings, and Friday afternoon drinks, and thought, yeah, I know I'm missing out, but I'm glad because it paid off. (laughs) Yeah, so now I'm turning my attention to the business, building up the back end of the business, maybe even um, I'm even considering opportunities to work as a health coach uh, while I'm building my business and finishing off the second half of the course. I uh, went from Turkey to Portugal, which technically does eat into my Schengen Day allowance, but. Um, I'm just so glad that I went to Portugal. It was a revelation. I started off on the Southern coast in Faro, well, near Faro, and um, stayed in a lovely, it's like a B&B basically, um, and then made my way up to Lisbon. And that was right around the time that Exodus Summit was on so i'm sorry to report that i didn't see that much of lisbon i was indoors watching women share their expertise and their knowledge and i am so grateful for exodus summit 2022 i wrote a story on medium about it which I've shared pretty much everywhere I can share it. And I've tagged the co-founders of the summit because they, they've literally changed my life. And I feel that this final part, this, well, I don't know if there's going to be another another Exodus summit. Um, this is the third one. And this is the one that is called Move Aboard Money. And for me, it's just provided me with the tools to just create a structure for all the things that i want to do so i'm just going to pull up my spreadsheet (laughs) i'm just going to pull up my spreadsheet here um this podcast women of caliber is linked to my personal blog which is called in her own words and uh, this morning a google search pointed out that there are other women (laughs) who have blogs by the same name so It may change. But these two things are linked together and I'm creating a home for women of caliber on Medium as well as a publication. And that's something that I literally started this morning because I just had the idea. I have a YouTube channel called Carefree Travels. It's Carefree Travels in all all in one word with a Z instead of an S. So that's content that I have to update. (laughs) That's where I talk about Cyprus and Albania and Freetown and Bali and all of that. I'm not great at posting on Instagram. Um, (laughs) That may change, but I also had my phone melt down outside Bangkok airport and I couldn't believe it. It was like a scene out of a horror movie. I had the phone in my hand. I literally just got my SIM card so that I could, my Thai SIM card, right? And I'm looking at the phone because I wanted to uh, order a taxi and the screen just went green. And I just looked on and, I didn't really understand what was happening, (laughs) I tried to switch it on and off and it's just completely on the blink, I don't know what happened, it's, I don't know, it finally gave up the ghost. So that was, it's funny because something like that a year ago would have just, you know, sent me into a bit of a tailspin and I, I would have been upset, I would have been trying to fix it, but what actually happened is that I got a brand new phone in Thailand, for the same price as that phone, and it's much better, it's 5G. I have no complaints, it's Android, it does everything it it should do, and it's dual SIM, so um, I think I got it for a steal. I didn't, uh, due to a bit of a breakdown in communication, I didn't realise that I was supposed to get uh, the tax refund form from the shop, where I bought the, the phone, but, yeah, you know, these are some of the things that happen when you travel. Anyway, so going back to my spreadsheet, I'm, I'm just going to discuss the business aspect of it with you. So I have just been writing on Medium, and I have a target for myself to <laughs> write. So it was 150 stories back in June, right? now i'm attempting to write that many stories before the end of the year and i think i've published about seven or eight in the last week so it's more like 140 till the end of the year i want them to be quality stories mind you but (laughs) and yeah and i think i can make that happen and the thing about the news is that it's just the gift that keeps on giving I am quite happy to comment on things that happen in the UK and in other places so when I talk to you about the business I mean nutritional therapy. Um, And that's something that I will be doing online, I've already wrapped up my first client consultation and that was with a friend and that was completely free to her. Uh, I don't know how she's getting on with the recommendations. I do try to check in with her but uh, yeah she's not my only client. I have other practice clients that I'm slowly building up my clientele in the sense that I want to get as much practice working with people working with clients to practice my motivational interviewing and to to really kind of understand um, what it takes for a person to maybe change their eating habits and um, incorporate lifestyle changes to improve their well being, because those are things that I feel I was forced to do because of a health crisis. So for me, I had a really strong why, and I, I'm the sort of person who embraces change quite easily. <laughs> so um, it's kind of, I think, yeah, like, I think I'm, I think it's, I come at it from a different perspective. What else? So yeah, my travel content is going to be produced in guides to guide mainly black women, um, to travel to the places that I've been to and to share tips and tricks, things that I have found useful, and mainly to share how I've been treated, because I think that's that's what we wanna know. Like we wanna know the places that are safe to go. We want to know the places where we're going to be received well. We want to know the places where we're gonna feel safe and have a good time. Turkey. (laughs) I found that out from Exodus Summit actually so it's just an invaluable resource so it's something that I want to produce travel guides to the countries I've been to. The key part of my business is going to be around wellness, travel and then I want to branch out a little bit into lifestyle and specifically like coaching because initially before wanting to study nutrition i wanted to be a life coach so yeah it's going to be travel work and careers and health nutrition wellness and i, I see those as my three pillars but i'm going to prioritize the travel because it's directly relevant to the to the communities that i built be, uh, belong to and because I think it's just, it's sexy, it's interesting, you know, it's, we're post-COVID now, so everyone well, you know, everyone who can afford it is trying to go on a short break somewhere if they haven't already. Um, and as for this podcast, well, it was born out of the manifesto that changed my life. And I called the International Women's Day interview that I gave my manifesto because in answering the questions of that interview I realized that I was not at all in alignment with my purpose my drive and that it was slowly destroying me I don't use those words lightly so this is bringing us to the end of episode three and I'm going to come to you with interviews and just i'm just going to share my journey with you a bit more so you know what have i been doing month to month so that's at least 13 episodes when it comes to interviewing black women it's uh, the thing that i always bear in mind is that you know it's fine and well for women who are used to public speaking women who are used to sharing their stories and women who've retired perhaps, or women who are business owners, women who are already in the public sphere. However, a lot of my friends are not in the public eye, like not at all. So I know that I'm gonna ask women to come on here for an interview and they'll either be too busy, and if they're not busy, (laughs) they might be a little bit scared. So I don't even know if, I think it's gonna be a mixture of things There might be women who are happy to be interviewed and to share, but who may not want to share their names or their faces. So I'll do my best. You'll see my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this, this podcast is still going to be about showcasing the women who don't get to be in the limelight. Um, The women who think that they're living ordinary lives, but really they're living extraordinary lives that are incredibly inspiring to other women. And I want to build a network, perhaps not a community, but definitely a network where women, especially, who are maybe aspiring authors, for instance, can connect with women who have experience in publishing or writing or uh, I'd like to foster that kind of community where women just don't feel so isolated and I'm going to talk about some secondhand um, experiences that my friends have had so these are not necessarily so there's definitely at least one of my friends who will not be able to be On the podcast at all because it could have a negative uh, impact on her career so she's not going to jeopardize her career to come on the podcast and I understand that but I will get permission from her to see if she is happy for me to share her story with you all so thanks for listening and it's been a pleasure (laughs) and you will hear from me tomorrow bye for now